Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, and welcome to episode number 315 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is A Mom with College Students, part one. Good morning. I am so glad to be here with you today. And I have a guest with me, Angela Hawkins. And it is going to be a delight to be able to hear from her. She is a mom with college students. And I know you might be maybe sitting here and saying, well, wait a minute, Paula, I don't have any college students. But what we're going to share with you today is still going to be a benefit, whether you have college students or not, because I'm sure that as you rub shoulders with other moms, you might be able to encourage them or even encourage them to listen to these podcasts so that they too may receive insight or some encouragement from the word of God. So we know that God is here with us as women and whether we have spiritual or natural children, we are all able to be able to be ambassadors for the Lord to help those that are younger than us. In Proverbs chapter 22, verse six, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, sometimes this verse is misunderstood. The verse stands not as a promise, but really as a warning to parents that if they allow a child to train himself after his own wishes, that they should not expect him to want to change these patterns after he matures or gets older. So children, along with us, are born sinners. And when allowed to follow their own wishes, they're going to naturally develop sinful habits and responses. So the basic thought here is that such habit patterns become deep-seated when they have been ingrained in a child from the earliest years. A parent has their biggest and their strongest influence when a child is young for they're easier to instruct and to lead and to guide into godly patterns. Well, I want to say good morning, Angela. How are you? Good morning, Paula. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fine. I really appreciate your taking time with us this month so that we can talk about moms and these college students. My pleasure to do it. I'm glad. I'm just so glad that God raised you up. And we've known each other for quite some time. Uh, Angela is a woman who loves the Lord. And Angela, I'll just step back now and allow you to just tell us a little something about yourself and about your two daughters. You have one that's still in college and one that just graduated from college. 
So I'm going to turn it over to you. And thank okay. you and welcome again. Thank you, Paula. So I'm Angela, as Paula mentioned. I now have two, um, I guess I could call them, it's hard to say it, but I guess I have two adult daughters now. One just graduated from college and one is a sophomore in college. I got to tell you, it kind of took me by surprise because like most mothers, I never really saw my children leaving diapers. I always thought that they would be in diapers. It's like, and when that cycle ended, it was like, shh full speed ahead. And, you know, I looked and they were in middle school and I looked and they were in high school and now they're in college. And um, it's it's been amazing to see. And, and I, I truly know that God has been with us the entire time because I can remember when we brought our first daughter home, we were clueless, didn't have a clue on what to do. <laughs> Even though I have to tell you, I'm from a family of 13 children. Mm. So I, uh, it's amazing. And so I had a bunch of nieces and nephews that I babysat, but I realized quickly that I had no one to send this child home to. She was mine. So uh, <laughs> I, I started praying early on and truly God has been with us. Oh, you know, I know your family and he truly has been with you. You have two great daughters, a wonderful husband, Preston, you have just been used of God in ministry. You've been involved with us and in, in our Bible studies and everything. And, and your witness is just a wonderful witness, Angela. And I can attest as a mom of, of three that that time does go very quickly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when that first child comes, you don't, they don't come with an instruction manual. I mean, we have the word of God, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, each one is different. So what emotions, Angela, did you have to deal with during their departing from your home? And how has your faith in God been tested at that time? And anything else that you might want to share? You know, if I, I hope I didn't cut you off as far as like saying more about you or your family. So it's up to um, you. Okay, no, uh, the emotions, uh, I, I guess they kind of ran the gamut. My husband and I um, were, um, of course, very happy that our daughter had chosen the college and it was a great college. I have to say, um, when we talk about having more influence, I very well expected her to go to my alma mater. And, And so I had been preaching that the whole time and when she was little yeah mom that's where I'm going that's where I'm going and as she got older and she had more opportunities and we took her across the country because we truly wanted her to be the be truly wanted to be her choice but nevertheless I'm whispering in her ear this is where you need to go well lo and behold she chose something different but um uh, God is faithful. Uh, and the thing about it is she, um, for those of you that don't know me, I went to Spelman in Atlanta and she chose Miami in Florida. And because that was so far away, I had some concerns about that. And I was talking to a, another um, woman that I respect deeply in ministry. And, and I was telling her about the great opportunity she got. It was um, a full tuition scholarship. And I said, but I just don't know if that's where God would have her to be. And she said, I think God is speaking to you. And and so I had to, 
you know, because part of it I, I realized was why being a mama, not wanting my child to go that far. Mm-hmm. And um, and so uh, I, I appreciated her speaking into my life and I accepted that. And so we were um, able to allow her to go with joy. Of course, we still missed her, but we knew that other things awaited her, bigger things, and we couldn't hold her back. And so, um, so it was that, but it was also, I felt that she had been prepared. We knew that we were raising these girls uh, for such a time as this, you know, as, mm-hmm. as Christian parents, we're raising them to be an asset to this world. So at mm-hmm. some point we have to allow them to leave. And so that part we came to grips with, it has to happen. It happened with our parents. We have to let, let these girls go. And so the uh, other aspect of that is, I remember this same point uh, with my mom. She used to, you know, she was a mom of, of 13 children, my mom and dad, wow. or parents of 13 children. And, and she would tell me, I would never get any sleep if I had to worry about everybody. Mm-hmm. I've learned to trust God. And mm-hmm. so then uh, it became more real to me. I understood there was no way I could control what was going on in Florida. And mm-hmm. so um, that's what happened with my um, first daughter. And of course, there were trials along the way. But uh, again, I learned to trust God. And mm-hmm. so when my second daughter, who also did not choose my alma mater, but I'm <laughs> over that one too, I'm over that. And she uh, chose Tulane in New Orleans. Uh, again, we had to believe God that he was with her and he had a plan for her life. And so um, while we miss them, we are proud of the young women that they're becoming and they're walking towards the gifts that God has gifted them with. Oh, (laughs) it's funny. It's funny as parents, we have these ideas and expectations and we envision our children doing or going different places or what they might be. And here, you know, God guides them, right? (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And like you said, you could tell that he was moving because of the doors he was open and the provision that he had provided. Right, no, absolutely, absolutely. And it's hard, you know, we try to, from the time that they're little, too late at foundation, and I know you have, Angela, Mm -hmm. And uh, for any mom listening, you lay the foundation. And like Angela said, you have to trust God because Mm -hmm. uh, they can go in different directions. They they are able as individuals to say yes or no to God. And you really have to trust God with them, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, I know that this month is going to be really wonderful continuing to have these discussions with Angela. And I pray that you will tune in each week with us and that we'll be able to encourage you and to let you know that, hey, hold on to the Lord. It doesn't matter whether your child is going in a different direction than what you thought. God is able to take everything and he's able to work it together for good and for his glory. Well, I hope that you'll be with us again next week and smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. 
Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.